Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Digna. Welcome to Relationships. We're a couple having a few. You can find us on social media. We're on Facebook, and it's facebook.com forward slash a couple having a few. On Instagram, we are instagram.com forward slash getting to know brews. And you can find us on YouTube. Our channel name is Getting to Know Brews. If you want to reach out to us via email, you can email us at drinkndrive at iCloud.com. That's D-R-I-N-K-N-D-R-I-V-E at iCloud.com. Happy National Beer Day. Woohoo! Ting ting! Today is April 7th. 2022 and it is like i said national beer day and on a day like this you kind of have to do an episode and you kind of have to have a good beer and celebrate beer so we are actually drinking something from oh my gang oh my gang oh my gang oh my gang yeah oh my gang is a brewery up in new york and they actually make a lot of cool beers. Um, They try to go with like a Belgian theme. Uh, So a lot of their beers kind of follow the Belgian style of beers, which is really good for me because I really enjoy Belgian beers. The big one that they did was when Game of Thrones was on TV, they had all these different beers like Mother of Dragons and all these other... What did you say? There were like 20 of them? Yeah. Apparently there were like a total of 20 of them. We had a total of three, maybe? Yeah, I I don't remember exactly how many had, but we did end up with quite a few of those beers, and we would watch the newest episode and, you know, drink on the beer. You know what? Let me go ahead and just uh, talk about this beer really quick. So this beer is the 20-year anniversary beer. So this brewery came out in uh, 97. They became a brewery. So this beer, do the math, would be 2017. So this beer has actually been aged for five years in addition to the, you know, the fact that it was, you know, their celebration beer. So this is actually almost a 25-year beer um, at this point. Um, Thanks, we, Trish. We got this from our friend Trish. They were gifted the beer, and they're not really beer drinkers, so they have been kind enough to let it age for us. So I have not done anything. I haven't had a sip of this beer. I'm not sure what's going on here. Um, but we're, but we're going to see what, what this beer is all about real quick. <laughs> what is it called? It's their 20th anniversary beer. Oh, I thought there was a special name. That's all. Yeah. Ta-da. 20th anniversary beer. Ta-da. Oh, okay. Definitely smells Belgian right there. It's very sweet. Mmm. It's a bit naughty. I will say it didn't, ha- it didn't have on the bottle what the ABV is, but it does have that Belgian, uh, taste, you know, kind of has like a. A quad flavor, maybe, but it's, it's very sweet, a little bit nutty, like you said. Mm-hmm. This is definitely a sipping beer. Do you know so what kind of beer it is? Is it a quad? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's a quad or not. Like I said, I don't know what the ABV is, but okay. it's very true Belgian flavor. But I do like that extra hint of nuttiness. Omegang is a word that I am not familiar with. Oh my gang. Oh my gang. So what I found about it is uh, in 1549, uh, Holy Roman Emperor King Charles V visited 
medieval Brussels with hundreds from his royal court. To welcome the king, merchants, vendors, cooks, brewers, don't forget the brewers, uh, musicians, and theater troops lined up around the city walls and joined in a celebration as his entourage passed by. The parade became known as Omegang, a word that variously means coming together and walking about. The Brussels Omegang Festival continues to this day. What? I want to go. Right? Ooh, my 40th birthday. So That's going to be the theme. Yeah, Omegang. so now I'm, yeah. So it's either coming together or walking about. I need people to celebrate. I need vendors and cooks and brewers for my 40th birthday to Omegang around me. And Belgian beers in Belgium for a Belgium beer festival. I can't see how I would have a bad time Brussels. there. So, yeah, that's Omegang. I didn't know. I, I was like, is it Omegang or... Omegang. Omegang. Yeah, I, I had no idea. It's o- O-M-M-E-G-A-N-G. So, yeah, that's a festival that's been happening for quite some time. Yeah, long, long time. And uh, I would like to go to that. Yeah, 1549. So, it's been a hot minute. So, this beer itself is not from 1549 because <laughs> it would be skunky. That is a well-aged beer. I wonder if there would even be anything left in the bottle. All evaporate. Just just, just some like, goo in the bottom, mm-hmm. maybe, at best. No, it's actually a very nice beer. Very nice beer. It aged out really, really well. I didn't know the style of the beer and all that stuff. So, sometimes if you have a beer and you let it sit for five years, if it's not meant to age out like that, you're going to end up with something not that great. Yeah. And how difficult was that uh, cork to pull out? I would say it was easier than pulling teeth. What? Boom, 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 segue. <laughs> <laughs> and by that, we literally mean pulling teeth and how ridiculously difficult it has been in our home. Not, I mean, not ours specifically, but our little Desmond. I mean, there's, you know, the, that old saying, you know, it's like pulling teeth with this guy. I mean, it, it doesn't, you're like, I mean, I guess pull, teeth pulling is difficult. My thought was like, well, you know, you're a giant human being. If you grabbed a pair of pliers, you could get somebody's teeth out physically without a lot of effort. But I think in our case, it was more, Des was not really looking forward to losing his baby mm-hmm. teeth. Mm-mm, I think still is not. I think he was kind of like uh, when it comes to teeth, he's kind of like Peter Pan, never wants to grow up. <laughs> so he's got he's got these teeth that he is seven and a half years old. He's very fond of them, and he has now lost finally his fourth tooth. And this tooth was so ready to come out that you could actually see it was it was one of his top teeth. You could see the tooth below it was like pushing it out of the way. And we've been like beg, begging him, bribing him, all this other stuff. It's like offering. It's like, hey, if you pull out your tooth, we'll go to Red Lobster or whatever kind of thing he wanted to do. I mean, hey, 50 bucks if you pull it out. Like, we, I know we got ridiculous. I mean, it like it was pretty ridiculous in the end. He still didn't pull it out. He did not. But you know what? I'm proud of my damn self because I was exactly like him as a child and I refused to pull my teeth out and I got braces and I had large, large teeth problems. And um, now because because you've you've talked about this, but you kind of glanced over it. So because you refused to pull your teeth out, what happened before you got your braces? 
Oh, I think I was 12 and I had to go to the dentist and have eight teeth removed in one day. Eight teeth extracted by a dentist, all of that in one day. So that was like, obviously. A- and that was, that was the precursor to me getting braces. So it wasn't like, oh, we got all your teeth out. Congratulations. Now you can grow your adult teeth. Oh, no, no, no. It was, oh, oh no, cool. No, now no, your gums no, can no. heal. And however long after that, we're going to ram some metal spikes into your head and good luck with that for two years. Yeah, that's, that is a, and, and I don't, because I'm not a dentist, as I've said many times, I'm not a this, I'm not a that, I'm not whatever, I'm not an orthodontist. I don't know if, and maybe I have somebody who's a dentist who's a listener and they could kind of chime in, but I don't know if it just happened that she was going to get braces regardless, or if it's because she didn't pull her teeth out that they were going to grow in crooked. Maybe somebody can say for sure one way or the other. I mean, I ripped my teeth out, you know, as soon as they were like, gave me a little inkling that, yeah, they're ready. It's like, oh, that's it. I mean, I mean, honestly, I'm surprised I didn't get some sort of like hoof and mouth disease. Because, you know, as like, as a kid, as a little Biting kid, nails, I mean, look, I mean, look at out. Desmond's fingernails. He goes out and plays. You know, he he always has like the dirt for five minutes and got dirty. Yeah, always got the dirt underneath, and then so I mean, I was the same way. I played in the dirt and all that stuff, and here I am with my dirty old hands, just shoving them in my face, and (laughs) you know, surprised that oh great, you got your tooth out, and also you've got some sort of face infection. You now have an abscess. Now I have to take out more teeth. You have an abscess face. But yeah, he he was very um, reticent to take his own tooth out for as much as it was moving. And I finally sat in front of him and put the TV on behind me. And I just told him to watch the TV and somehow the TV magically zombied him into submission. And he let me pull the tooth out, which I thought was one of the most disgusting things I've done this year. It did that whole like feeling and, um, I mean, he was surprised. I was surprised. There was blood. We both hugged and jumped up and down and patted ourselves on the back. And, and you know, after that went about with our day. But it was a whole ordeal. I, and was, I was at the grocery store, by the way, when this happened. So I, I did feel like I had to broker some sort of like, it. Ha- I don't know, it, it had to happen while you were gone. Because I think... Was, you don't scare him, but specifically when it comes to his teeth, he gets so protective that I think for some reason you're like, let's just do it. Let's do it. And he's like, he sees your giant hands and he's like, no. I will, <laughs> so I, will I, rip out I his teeth. felt like I had a good amount of like, I don't know, uh, camaraderie, I guess, at the moment with him. Like, dude, I've been there. We've done this. Like, I, and I don't mean to put it this way, but I was like. Let's just do this while daddy's gone so that we can surprise him when he gets back. And he'll be like, what? You guys did it without me? Because we're both wusses. And we did. So I didn't want it to be like super traumatic because it's just going to make the next ones just as difficult or more difficult. So, I mean, I feel like it was not, but we'll see when, I mean, when it's time for the next one to come out. I honestly thought, you know, because the first one was an ordeal. That one might have been a mistake. I mean, that one we tried to do the string and pull it and the string came off and it took forever for us to be able to get the string on there and all that kind of stuff. So pulled it and the string came off. So the tooth wasn't ready. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It slipped off. 
And he was just kind of like, look, he was a little bit like a gas. He's like, the tooth's still in there. And I felt that and all that stuff. So before he had a chance to like really freak out, I kind of lunged at him and grabbed that tooth and was like. So so when I say that he's a little bit (laughs) intimidated by Joe doing it, I mean he's. A little bit traumatized. To me, that's like to me, that's loss. the worst case scenario. Of course, and that's what happened with the first tooth. So it was like, well, we can't fix this. Well, <laughs> we and, cannot go uphill. But then the second tooth, he's just like randomly one day brushing his teeth in the morning. He's like, my tooth came out, and I'm like, yeah, right. And like he walks out, there it is. I'm like, oh, your tooth did come out, and it was nothing. So I was like, all right. So we had the hard one was the first one. Second one was like super easy, and I'm like, oh, I think we're we're over that 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 trial and tribulation of the tooth pulling thing. Yeah, the first nerves, and no, that that was not the case. And the third one, I I forget. The third one came out easily, but he was eating, and it like totally shifted in his mouth, but not enough to come out. And so I sent him to the bathroom, and I was like, buddy, you can do this. Just take a paper towel, and you know, just go ahead and take it out, and surprisingly he just walked in the bathroom and took the paper towel and took it out and was like oh yeah i did it no problem was super proud of himself and and so that's the third tooth and we're like oh well okay well then now he, that one seemed to be easy you know like we're we're definitely working now the fourth one was like literally weeks of like hey i'll do this hey let's do this let me help you let me this go go wiggle your tooth for a little while this this kind of stuff and it's like and i'll tell you what he would wiggle his tooth there were air quotes involved there he would like go wiggle your tooth and you could tell he was just like going through the motions like there's no way you even slightly wiggled your tooth because it's his finger would it's gonna fall out of your face would wave by the air near his tooth yeah or like i would tell him to push on it from the front and i was like your finger's so high you must be pushing on your (laughs) your gums he's like pushing his gum like look, look how hard I'm pushing. And it's like, you're, you're not pushing the right thing. <laughs> you know it. And I was like, you're not, you're obviously not trying. Cause if you pushed, it would just be out of your head now. Cause it was that loose. But we did do it. Um, pulled it out. And now he like loves staring at himself in the, in the mirror with his like <laughs> toothless grin, which I look, is, I look I like, like a nerdy hillbilly. He does look like a nerdy hillbilly. That's the nerdy part. So cute. Though. He just looks like a hillbilly. Yeah. It's adorable. But now he's really proud of it, like he was last time. And he may revert back to not really wanting to take it out. But he did tell me today that he was wiggling his other tooth. Yeah, well, th- that's the thing. He had, so that this one that just came out, the, the one that, like I said, was like pulling teeth, that was his top tooth, his, his top left, you know, with the front teeth. So the other top tooth is still there, and it's loose as well, and... I really want him to, like, while he's kind of on this, like, high of, like, yeah, I just lost my tooth. Like, let's get this other one out. Like, let's do this, man. You're like, we said that last time. It didn't Yeah, happen. and it didn't, it didn't happen. It's okay. But you know what? If he said he's wiggling it already, maybe he's excited. I think he honestly wants to see what he looks like with no front teeth, which will be crazy. Because you typically lose those teeth when you're, like, six. Just in case no one's told you, if you have not had kids or have not been around kids who've lost teeth. Or have never been a child. Or don't have any pictures of yourself having lost teeth. Kids look ridiculous at this stage. Like, their faces are just hilarious and adorable, but ridiculous. They've got all these gaps in their mouth, and it just... Well, yeah, that was the thing, too. 
before he pulled the tooth, or sorry, before she pulled the tooth. I did it. Um, his two front teeth, they were still touching one another, but the teeth next to that, they had spread out. I guess, you know, preparing for more teeth to come in. Your mouth's getting bigger also. Yeah, his head got So he had, head this, he had this, like, giant gap where it looked like two more baby teeth could be in, <laughs> should be in his mouth. So it looked like he actually lost more teeth, but there weren't any teeth missing. Just everything in there had shifted. So it finally came out. I think that pulling teeth is probably going to continue to be a chore. Like pulling teeth? Like pulling teeth. Yeah. In other news... We mentioned previously we're done with school, but we're not done with schoolie. Schoolie, schoolie. I can hear I can hear all of our fan out there. What is schoolie, Digna? What is schoolie? A schoolie is a uh, refurbished, I guess, remodeled school bus into essentially an RV or tenement on wheels, if you will. Cousin Eddie? I won't. <laughs> and uh, uh, an acquaintance of ours was telling us that they did buy a school bus and they are currently in the process of converting it into what will be their road schooling vehicle, which if you don't know what road schooling is, it's... Um, it's like homeschooling, but home your home's on the road. on the road. <laughs> so, you know, they plan on, on taking big trips in, in their converted schoolie, which just a little piece of trivia if you have a school bus that you've converted and you live in florida and or it's registered in florida it cannot be yellow you have to paint it a different color and that is in order to prevent any sort of like predatory anything by weirdos who would buy a school bus and try to pick up children so just just a little tidbit but um, i wonder if there's anything about like ice cream trucks like you're not allowed to have an ice cream truck unless it actually has ice cream and you have a permit for the same kind of reason? I hope so. <laughs> I hope there's all kinds of rules for any sort of business that involves having access to other people's children. We've just been looking into them. Um, it's a very interesting concept. I love how they look inside when, when they're done really well. hate when they look inside when they're done poorly. <laughs> but, uh, but I guess that probably goes for most things. I'm kind of on the fence, though, as to whether or not Joe and I will be willing and able that's, more willing that's that well i think the able kind of goes along with the willing it does it does i, I have very little abilities as far as um vehicle conversions in any regard like i can wash my car and that that probably not well and she doesn't do it and i don't <laughs> so the willing is is a big factor there for sure so whether or not, you know, we will purchase one in the future, whether or not we will have the audacity to try and uh, convert it, if we do, you might not hear from us for a while again because things will be happening and I just, I don't even know. Or we'll be super awesome and motivated and we will keep you guys abreast of everything that's going on. <laughs> and Breast. <laughs> <laughs> and... And there'll, there'll be a whole maybe vlog series of what the hell we're doing. Relationships? No. Bus. Joe and Diggs RV build out or something. <laughs> yeah, something ridiculous like that. And then I, or, will, and or, then I will do my mine be a, solo cup. A solo, <laughs> <laughs> or it'll be a uh, some sort of mashup between relationships because I'm going to need a lot of sips in order to get through something that arduous. But 
said all that to say the other option is to maybe buy somebody else's converted schoolie that they've already put all the work into, which sounds really awesome. Which I don't know because uh, we were talking to the person who bought their school bus. They bought a 40-foot school bus, bus, but it's the ones with the front that is flat. flat, So the engine is in the back. So not the one. So not the ones you see with like the big bubble in the front. But I mean, it's still a school bus. I think but she called it a dog nose. The dog nose. Okay, so minus the dog nose, or it's more like a pug nose now. Um, so they bought one. Of, they bought one of those, the pug nose bus. But it's a forty foot bus. And you know, I guess it depends on how much you pay for it, and this, that, and the other. I guess you can get them. I've seen them for, I don't know, as as little as like five grand. Um, they, not, they, not converted. Yeah, not converted, yes. Completely raw or, you know, like as a school bus. But usually closer, close to 10, but ju- maybe just shy of 10 if you can get one. So you get that and then you take out all the seats and... You insulate. And- you, exactly. You, you, so you got to do a lot of work. And the end result I'm seeing is people are spending 40000 or so for them. So if I were to say buy one for less than forty thousand, then win win. I, I, well, not not only is it cheaper, but even if I if it was the same dollar amount, it may not be exactly the way I would have done it. But I don't even know how I would do it because that's, <laughs> I've never done it before. Um, but there's so much, you know, time and effort is the big thing. Like I'm not afraid of the time and effort, but. I don't know what I'm doing, you know, maybe so you have if, no idea what time you're putting into it. Exactly. Like you're putting in more time because you're figuring out what to do and more effort making because mistakes. you've never done it before. Yeah. You're making mistakes. And so I feel like the, I think for us, it would actually be kind of cool to have one, you know, even semi short term so that we could point out the things that we'd rather do and rather have. And if we did at some point decide we wanted to create one ourselves, at least we have like a, base to work from you know we have some sort of idea as to what works for us and what the heck you even put in a schoolie well i would i will say it's kind of like i've uh, i was actually talking to our neighbors uh, a little bit earlier and where we live the townhouses you know there's there's a few different floor plans but it's really mainly two different floor plans so i like seeing people with my floor plan and seeing what they did and sometimes i'm like oh my gosh that's genius like like where we have our countertop, it's like it's like a lower countertop where your sink is and like where you might, I don't know, cut vegetables and things in like that. In the kitchen. <laughs> in, the, in the kitchen. But then like to separate the kitchen from the dining area, living room, there's like, it's raised. So I don't know, it's about six inches higher. So instead of like one continuous counter, it's like a, a shorter counter or a sl- more slender counter. And then another slender counter raised. Put stools and sit there. Exactly. But looking at it now, um, having gone into like uh, Digna's dad's place, who he has the same model, and his instead of having that step up, it's just one large counter. And I really hate that we have the two smaller counters when we could have one awesome counter. So it's things like that that I would be cool to see a bunch of different schoolies. And, uh, you know, kind of say, oh, I like this and this one. I hate that. I wish we had this. Oh, it would be cool if, like, some people use composting toilets, which I don't know everything about them, but they're pretty much, as you hear, composting toilets. So you 
don't have like a tank and it goes down into like a sewer type thing. It's you're making mulch out of doo-doo. <laughs> I, I know i know i oversimplified yeah. and made it a little bit more super but but i mean there's that versus well if you had a black tank then you could have your stuff go in there but right. then that's extra weight that you're carrying around all the time etc etc it would be cool to kind of go to an expo which i i think is something that's taking um taking gathering speed i guess in the country so what would general. you call your school bus turned rv gathering so it, mm. like like what the expo would be named yeah like schoolie expo just something simple like that or or the uh like instead of comic con rv con i don't know so i don't know you know what everyone who's listening you give us your best names and uh we'll go from there Oh my gong, we're gonna get a schoolie. Oh my gong, we're back again. <laughs> Alright guys. Be safe. Don't be Don't gross. be gross. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Get a schoolie. Go to schoolie. Go to schoolie, then get a schoolie. <laughs> Alright. Bye. Bye. This has been a Getting to Know Brews presentation. Music provided by purpleplanet.com. That's purple-planet.com.